Mark chapter 5. On the other side of the sea, they arrived in the region of the Gerasenes. As soon as Jesus got out of the boat, he was met by a man with an unclean spirit who was coming from the tombs. This man had been living in the tombs and could no longer be restrained, even with chains. Though he was often bound with chains and shackles, he had broken the chains and shattered the shackles. Now there was no one with the strength to subdue him. Night and day in the tombs and in the mountains, he kept crying out and cutting himself with stones. When the man saw Jesus from the distance, he ran and fell on his knees before him, and he shouted in a loud voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you before God not to torture me. For Jesus had already declared, Come out of this man, you unclean spirit. What is your name? Jesus asked. My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus repeatedly not to send them out of that region. There on the nearby hillside, a large herd of pigs was feeding. So the demons begged Jesus, Send us to the pigs so that we may enter them. He gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and went into the pigs. And the herd of about two thousand rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it described what had happened to the demon-possessed man and also to the pigs, and the people began to beg Jesus to leave their region. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed by the demons begged to go with him, but Jesus would not allow him. Go home to your own people, he said and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and what mercy he has shown you. So the man went away and began to proclaim throughout the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed. When Jesus had again crossed by boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him beside the sea. A synagogue leader named Jairus arrived, and seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and pleaded with him urgently, My little daughter is near death. Please come and place your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him, and a large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had suffered from bleeding for twelve years. She had borne much agony under the care of many physicians and had spent all she had, but to no avail. Instead, her condition had only grown worse. When the woman heard about Jesus, she came up through the crowd behind him and touched his cloak. For she kept saying, If only I touch his garments, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped, and she sensed in her body that she was healed of her affliction. At once Jesus was aware that power had gone out from him. Turning to the crowd, he asked, Who touched my garments? His disciples answered, You could see the crowd pressing in on you, and yet you ask, Who touched me? But he kept looking around to see who had done this. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him, trembling in fear, and she told him the whole truth. Daughter, said Jesus, Your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be free of your affliction. While he was still speaking, messengers from the house of Jairus arrived and said, your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? But Jesus overheard their conversation 
and said to Jairus, Do not be afraid, just believe. And he did not allow anyone to accompany him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw the commotion and the people weeping and wailing loudly. He went inside and asked, Why all this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they laughed at him. After he had put them all outside, he took the child's father and mother and his own companions and went in to see the child. Taking her by the hand, Jesus said, Talitha Kom, which means, Little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl got up and began to walk around. She was twelve years old, and at once they were utterly astounded. Then Jesus gave strict orders that no one should know about this, and he told them to give her something to eat. Chapter 6 Jesus went on from there and came to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get these ideas? they asked. What is this wisdom he's been given, and how can he perform such miracles? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us as well? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own household, is a prophet without honor. So he could not perform any miracles there, except to lay his hands on a few of the sick and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. And he went around from village to village, teaching the people. Then Jesus called the twelve to him and began to send them out two by two, giving them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing but a staff for the journey, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, and to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. And he told them, When you enter a house, stay there until you leave that area. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that place as a testimony against them. So they set out and preached that the people should repent. They also drove out many demons and healed many of the sick, anointing them with oil. Now King Herod heard about this, for Jesus' name had become well known, and the people were saying, John the Baptist is risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Others were saying, He is Elijah, and still others, He is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard this, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has risen from the dead. For Herod himself had ordered that John be arrested and bound and imprisoned on account of his brother Philip's wife Herodias, whom Herod had married. For John had been telling Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias held a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. But she had been unable because Herod feared John and protected him, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man. When he heard John's words, he was greatly perplexed yet he listened to him gladly. On Herod's birthday, her opportunity arose. Herod held a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests, and the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will give it to you. And he swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give you, up to half my kingdom. Then she went out and asked her mother, what should I request? And her mother answered, The head of John the Baptist. 
At once the girl hurried back to the king with her request. I want you to give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter immediately. The king was consumed with sorrow, but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to refuse her. So without delay, the king commanded that John's head be brought in. He sent an executioner who went and beheaded him in the prison. The man brought John's head on a platter and presented it to the girl, who gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and took his body and placed it in a tomb. Meanwhile, the apostles gathered around Jesus and brought him news of all they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come with me privately to a solitary place and let us rest for a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they went away in a boat by themselves to a solitary place. But many people saw them leaving and recognized them. They ran together on foot from all the towns and arrived before them. When Jesus stepped ashore and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. By now the hour was already late, so the disciples came to Jesus and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is already late. Dismiss the crowd so they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But Jesus told them, You give them something to eat. They asked him, Should we go out and spend two hundred denarii to give all of them bread to eat? Go and see how many loaves you have, he told them. And after checking, they said, Five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have the people sit in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, Jesus spoke a blessing and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to set before the people, and he divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish, and there were five thousand men who had eaten the loaves. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After bidding them farewell, he went up on the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and Jesus was alone on land. He could see that the disciples were straining to row because the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the sea. He intended to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they cried out, thinking he was a ghost, for they all saw him and were terrified. But Jesus spoke up at once, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. And the disciples were utterly astounded, for they had not understood about the loaves, but their hearts had been hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed in Genesaret and moored the boat. As soon as they got out of the boat, the people recognized Jesus and ran through that whole region, carrying the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, villages and towns and countrysides, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him just to let them touch the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched him were healed.